You're listening to the Jesco Bike Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Jeskowitz from Ragbri. And I'm Andrea Parrott, also from Ragbri. And this is the podcast where we talk about bikes, oh, just for the fun of it. There'll be tales from all over the country. Uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of different things, but today might be a little bit different because Andrea Parrott from Parrot Talk and also from Ragbri is filling in for our usual co-host, Mark Wyatt, as he's already en route over to San Antonio for the Bicycle Tour Network. How are you doing this morning, Andrea? Oh, I'm great. I'm going to try to live up to Mark's legacy. I don't know. It's uh, big shoes to fill, but I'm going to yeah. do my best. So we're in our upper, well, no, actually low 90s, actually, on this podcast. We've been doing this podcast for, you know, 90 plus episodes, and we've had kind of altering chairs here and there. But some of the consistencies, me, you, Mark, have been mm-hmm. on this podcast since the inception, and you've been doing Parrot Talk or filling in as co-hosts for, um, you know, all, all these episodes, and mm-hmm. here we are today, you're co-hosting. I know, it's kind of hard to believe. I mean, I have to be fair, I haven't Parrot Talked 100% of those 90 podcasts, but I'm, I'm up there. You know, it's funny to think back to when we first started, and... You know, we're not sure how to turn on the machine, and yeah. now we I got this stuff set up in about a minute. So do the Parrot Talks go about the same uh, correlation to how many bikes you get on your mile, perhaps? Because it's kind uh, of yeah, the, perhaps. <laughs> it could be the, kind of the off-season in some people's minds. It's, yeah. it's cold and it's rainy. You don't well, want to go ride your bike. but You know, I haven't got a Parrot Talk question in a while, so that's a challenge to you, the listener, to good, good send point. me in a question, you know, throw it back on you there. There you go. So. So we've got a little adventure coming up. This is my favorite conference of the year. Mm-hmm. The Bicycle Tour Network puts on the National Bicycle Tourism Conference. And yep. this is about, I, I think it's about the 29th year or something Holy like that. Holy cow. Yeah. That's and I've been, I've been going for a long time. I think yeah. uh, I probably looked back. I'm going to guess I've been to about half of those. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So back when I was with Bike Florida, I used to attend and that's how I met Jim Green. Greeny, okay. Yeah. And uh, Dan McKay and all the other people that were with Ragbri before I came mm-hmm. along. And so you were probably riding as a as a toddler or something yeah, like that a tiny tot yeah 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 mm-hmm. i think my bike was like white and hot pink at that point so yeah, yeah. and you've presented a few times at that conference yeah correct? a couple times yeah mostly talking about social media although i'll talk about anything regarding ragbri that people want to chat about but usually it's social media yeah one of the cool things and mark and i talk about this a lot we've come up with some really neat ideas that we can we can share as well as take back and mm-hmm. one of the one of the things that i i think we kind of stole uh from cycle oregon our pigtails event is mm-hmm. a woman-friendly event or if you not women's exclusive but kind of geared towards women yeah, toward women, yeah. and we kind of stole that one from yeah. from steve and his his folks over at, yeah. at cycle oregon so I mean, we're always out out there looking for cool things to steal oh yeah oh well if you think back on it we have probably stolen quite a bit from cycle oregon yeah but there's a lot of good ideas out there and i'll say i've been sent going for maybe five years now maybe six and i get good ideas every time i go sure from different types of bike rides stuff that wouldn't even be in the same wheelhouse with ragbri except bikes are involved still get great ideas yep yeah, it doesn't matter if you can sit there and talk sponsorship or if you mm-hmm. talk about social media or mm-hmm. or anything like that. There's always some really cool ideas out yeah. there. So, well, good. So that's a big thing. I know we had our 
Ragbri logo for 2019 come out yep. and Ragbri 47. Yep. What's the feedback on that? Well, you know, predominantly good, which is always a relief. Although I don't care. Those haters can keep hating if there are any. Haters going to hate? Haters going to hate. And you know what? I don't let that bother me. It doesn't ruffle my feathers, as you would say. But um, mostly good, though. Most negative comment i would say is that people thought we looked like the casey's logo oh gosh. which i mean i yeah there's a rooster in a barn mm-hmm. but and you know what i do love casey's and i also love come and go so we're yeah. not trying to pick favorites here yeah. but um you know if that's the worst we get then great yeah they got a nice breakfast pizza they some a plus breakfast pizza great fountain drink drink selection i mean i live on breakfast pizza on ragbri mm-hmm. and like seven straight days of casey's yeah Happens often. That's my uh, Ragbri breakfast of champions is a piece of breakfast pizza and an energy drink. I try not to usually talk about that too much, but it happens a lot. There's also some people out there talking, oh, conspiracy theory that there are hints in the logo. You Mm -hmm. always hear hear those, but the rooster is that, I mean, we've had a rooster on the logo before. Yeah. You know, the specific one that I have heard centers along the three stars at the bottom of the logo um, in that the alignment of the stars is indicative of where the route is going to end up, uh, with mm. the middle star being Des Moines, and then kind of, you know, from there go from there, um, which I think is intriguing. Intriguing. Yes. And if you play it backwards, is Paul dead? Like, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> definitely. Elvis, we, Elvis is alive. We usually start with that and then build from there. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. far as the logo is concerned. Um, yeah. So. People might not realize this, but I think if you go back about ten logos. There's probably a star in every one of those logos. Yeah, yeah. And just, just, just go back and take a look at the logos, and you'll be like scratching your head. Well, Boy, there really is a star in all you those. You know, if everyone wants to know where the heck we got three stars in a row, like where did that brainchild come from? They need to meet me and look at my left wrist. Oh, you know, so oh, that's <laughs> okay. That, that well, sounds good. Cheesy old choice. Yeah. There. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so it's something personal that you're you're personal. embedding into yeah. the logo. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. All right. Subliminal. So, and if they, they twist your wrist, will you give them the route or do you know well, the route? <laughs> I, I can give them a route. A route. Okay. <laughs> we did get some third graders, I think, that gave us the route. Yeah. So I haven't was... released those yet. Oh, you haven't? No, okay. I haven't, but they're about to be. Okay. Yeah. Because I still need to fix, you know, fix a route for this year. some stuff. Probably take a look at the, what those I mean, those kids are talking about. They put a lot of work into them and some of them are pretty good routes. Oh, so. Cool. Cool. Well, hey, Mark will probably be back next week. We just figure, hey, we jump in here. I know Kathy Murphy's got an interview Mm -hmm. this week. And, um, you know, Murph always does a a super job. I know Mark talked about, you know, bike flights last week. Uh, Murph is talking to Tina Anderson. And she's with the Quad Cities um, uh, Brew Ride. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Tina was on our committee over in the Quad Cities when we ended in Davenport. Yep. So got to know Tina a little bit. And so the, the QC, uh, you know, brew ride or, or I, I, I'm going to butcher the name of it. So, uh, QC, mm. but, but it's over in the Quad Cities and they do a really nice yeah. job. And, um, but anything that does with brews and bikes. Sounds fun to me. Oh, it sounds like a blast. And she came out to our last draft that we had in Davenport oh. and it was, it was really nice of her to show up, and she brought some swag, which we love. So usually we're giving the swag, and she brought the swag. Very so we were cool. able to have like a little giveaway and everything. Anyway, so great ride. Couldn't recommend it more, although I haven't been on it. But yeah. it sounds really fun. There's so many cool rides out there. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, let's get to Murph's interview with Tina Anderson. All right. Well, 
below Just Go Bike Podcast listeners, aka Murph here. And today I'm with Tina Anderson, who is the ride director and co-founder with Tour de Brew out of the Quad Cities. Hey, Tina. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I I'm to good. Be here. Good. Yeah. Glad to have you here. So Tour de Brew is an annual cycling event that raises money for awareness for cancer programs and treatment options for those faced with a cancer diagnosis. Um, I've heard a ton about this ride. I've never actually done it. So um, I'm curious to know more about it. And I wanted to chat with Tina, uh, find out more. So uh, let's get started. And Tina, I think I met you, uh, we were at the draft in the Quad Cities, and you got up and spoke a little bit about this event, so that also sparked my interest. So um, we've met, you know, at least uh, in passing before. Yeah, and just from being part of the cycling community, I know people, you know people, and I think our lives really do intertwine in that big Iowa biking world. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Well, um, I know that the Tour de Brew is a 40-plus mile bike ride along the beautiful Mississippi River, and uh, it will be coming up at recording time. We're in November of 2018, but this ride will be occurring uh, in May of 2019, and I'm sure everybody knows what the Quad Cities are, but um, Tina, why don't you give us some history of Tour de Brew? So Tour de Brew was started by my friend Shelly and I, Back in 2014, uh, we both ride with Team Live Strong, which for your followers, you see us out on Ride Ride. And we needed a way to raise our money, but also Shelly's a cancer survivor. I'm a caregiver to um, a daughter I lost to cancer. Um, so we also wanted to do more, and we really didn't need another run or another walk. We wanted to do something that we were passionate about. So Tour de Brew was born, and in our first year, just by using our own personal Facebook pages, we had 105 attendees. Nice. We, yeah. Um, we had a couple friends come in and help us day of event, and we are all kind of standing around maybe half hour before our start time, and thinking, oh, my God, who's going to show up? Who's going to show up? And all of a sudden, somebody's like, turn around. You have people. And <laughs> this is where I get emotional. <laughs> so Shelly and I turn around, and we're just dumbfounded. And we kind of start crying. And our other friend, Cindy, who's really together, she's like, get together. Start right. getting that money. <laughs> so from there, it just um, continued to grow. In 2018, to so this past year, we completed our fifth year attracting 563 people to attend from nine states and 93 cities. What an awesome um, growth rate you have. Yeah. Awesome. So we're pretty excited and heading it. We have big hopes for our sixth year. Like you said, it's coming up May 4th in 2019. Uh-huh. Um, and you mentioned, um, or I mentioned it was a 40-plus mile bike ride, but what kind of support can riders expect if they uh, choose to do this ride? Uh, so you get the you get the support of your fellow riders. We don't have a traditional SAG service, but it's our route is all on paved trail along the Mississippi mm -hmm. River. So you will our ride stops at eight to ten different bars and restaurants that have fun and games and music. Um, along the way, you go through a couple of parks. It's a ride at your own pace, 
so it's it's very very casual you have eight to ten hours to complete the day um and we we have it set up that if you don't want to go to the furthest point you do not have to you can turn around and take any part of the 40 miles that you want um so there is no sag service we there's always me who can come out and get somebody sure, sure. but we've never had any problems um even with early in the season it's it's um take your time we have a couple of snacks and water stops along the way but then all the bars and restaurants have food available and different specials for the riders who participate right and i haven't um i've only done a couple uh, short bicycle rides in that area. But if I'm understanding um, kind of where you're talking about, uh, the trail that follows along the river is fairly flat, right? Correct. Correct. And, and that's um, one question we get a lot. The largest hill you will go over is the bridge, ascending up to the bridge to cross the Mississippi. So despite what you think about eastern Iowa, our ride is flat. Nice, nice. And to have, you know, like you mentioned, eight to 10 stops, that sounds like it could be a ton of fun. It's a great kickoff the year to get ready for some bigger rides later in the year. Uh, For the experienced rider, for somebody who just thinks they may be wanting to take part in a big ride later in the year, uh, it's a great way to get your toes wet. Sure, sure. And, um, we mentioned that this ride, you know, the reason for it is to raise money for cancer programs. Um, what organizations do you support? I'm assuming maybe Livestrong is in there, or at least was at one time, since that's your RAGBRAI team. Yeah, so so we do support Livestrong, and um, then from there we've in so from there we've also really been focused on the Quad Cities and the state of Iowa organizations. Mm -hmm. So starting in 2015, which was our second year, we um, started providing some funding to a camp called Camp Kessum, which is a camp that's a national organization, but it provides a week-long camp program for children 6 to 16 whose parents have or had cancer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there is a local chapter in Rock Island through Augustana College, so we help support them and then um, this past year, because of our rider participation has grown, our funding funds raised have grown, we have now included the Livestrong at the Y program, which is available to any person who has had a cancer diagnosis. Um, it's a 12-week program that is with a certified trainer that is also is trained in um, recovering from cancer. So so you're working with someone who who is used to helping somebody rebound from an illness. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. we are also now um, giving a donation to Children's Cancer Connection, which has their headquarters in the Des Moines area, but helps children throughout this state. Okay. um, Through their... um, Kids with cancer, and one thing about Children's Cancer Connection is it also supports the siblings of cancer kids. 
um, which is often a um, kind of, those are the kids that kind of just get, go to grandma's house. Right. We have to deal with your sister or brother. So they offer some great programs. And so it's exciting that we've been able to add them to our list also. Awesome. And I think um, you shared some pretty exciting news when you were speaking at our draft in the Quad Cities that you are now, um, or at least part of your organization is now a non specifically nonprofit. It's a 501c3. Um, I believe it's called Katie's Club, but can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So, so, so Katie's Club um, is named after the daughter I lost to cancer in 2007. And because the ride has grown so much and um, we love giving back to our charities, but we often um, are like, oh, well, if we had maybe a little extra, what could we do? And so in getting that nonprofit status, it is also going to allow us to potentially identify programs that may be are not in the Quad Cities, mm-hmm. and can we partner with an organization and bring them in um, that we could be that connection? And, and in some cases, do we need to make a donation to that organization to help them make a presence in the Quad Cities? Uh, again, this, this is very new for us. Um, we, we got our certificate right at the end of May, and um, it doesn't just happen overnight, so we have a lot of ideas. And um, we, one example would be a, somebody came to us, and based on um, an experience they had, they asked us if there was a program to help people clean their houses, like when they were going through treatment. Mm-hmm. In the Quad Cities, we cannot identify a program. We have nationally identified a program so trying to see if it's feasible to bring them in, um, making the connections. Um, again, this is, this is my passion. So sometimes what I want to happen doesn't happen as quickly as I want it to happen. Sure, sure. Um, but, so that's, that's what becoming the nonprofit has done for us. It gives us a little bit more, can we identify resources? or organizations that um, we can bring to the Quad Cities. It's also giving us a bigger platform to advocate on um, because just nationally, just if you go to our Facebook page right now, we um, are out promoting men's health and, um, you know, those men in our lives don't, are usually the ones that don't take care of themselves as well as the women. So we are trying to be an advocate for change. Um, so we're promoting No Shave November, Movember, and um, throughout the month of November, we'll be posting just tips, tricks, health, health things. So um, that is also our intention to continue to advocate, bring awareness, to be proactive in taking care of yourself. Um, we got lots of things going on. <laughs> sure. And I can see how you can really expand on a ton of stuff as you uh, move forward with having the nonprofit status, but then also, you know, either adding events or just making your Tour de Brew huge. Yeah. yeah. We, we definitely don't want to recreate the wheel. We want to partner with the right programs. 
and it will give us it gives us that a little bit more flexibility. Sure, sure. Well, um, looking at this specifically, the Tour de Brew event, what role do you play in this event? Like, do you get to actually ride it, or are you behind the scenes, or what role do you play? I am behind the scenes, and um, so on the day of the event, it's it's a pretty lonely day in my life because (laughs) I get to sit at a bar and babysit the raffle prizes while everybody else is out having fun. and sending me pictures, and then, um, but leading up to the event, I probably have a crew of eight to ten that help me organize, make contacts with our staffs, help me um, solicit for raffle prizes, make those raffle prizes look pretty uh, so we can display them really nicely. They, they help me with social media posts. Um, so it's really evolved from what was a two-person idea um, and a lot of work. So many hands are taking away and helping. Um, but I guess overall, I am the ride director. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so which is how it's it's a unique position and role because I never know how to answer that question. And this past year, when I look at the crew and they're like, well, you're the one that knows everything. You're the one that (laughs) has the ideas. We just do what you say. And they say that in a very kind and loving way. And I'm like, all right, I'm the boss. I'm the director. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Somebody's got to be, right? Yeah, but they're all very willing participants. Awesome. Well, any good stories from a past tour to brew? Like maybe, I don't know, crazy weather or any anything fun? Yeah, so I'm going to share three brief stories. Okay. So year, num- year number two we is the first year we had registration online. We had about 186 people register online. We, we started getting requests like Wednesday, Thursday. What's gonna, what are you going to do? Looks like rain. We're like, well, heck, this is a rain or shine event. We can't move it. Right. That day showed up. It rained. It rained. It rained. Horrible. (laughs) But 214 people came out and supported us. Oh, they still came. That's awesome. Um, I had the opportunity to present at a Rotary meeting a few weeks ago. And a gentleman stood up and shared that he had participated the year it rained. Mm. And he said he hoped to come back. Um, and from there, ride continues to grow. Uh, in 2017, I got um, a call while I was sitting at our start-stop location that went like, or it was a text. Hey, we think a rider fell off the bridge, and oh. I am like, oh, oh my, my gosh. God. A rider did not fall off a bridge. <laughs> the bridge got shut down. So in the Quad Cities, we have um, a, a car bridge that turns for barge traffic. But there was a boat that ran out of gas, and a lot of the cyclists were trying to help from above, um, 
but yeah, that's kind of a scary message. Yes, definitely. And, and then most recently, this is why we do the ride. Um, I kind of kicked off a few days ago that we were getting ready to kick off Movember, No Shave November, you know, raising awareness for men's health, um, you know, just to have something fun to do during November when not as many people are cycling. And I got a message from a gentleman that says, um, as a prostate cancer survivor who rode Tour de Brew for the first time this year, I'd like to say thank you. I was motivated to ride this year, and he got almost 500 miles in. Wow. So if, if, if a little ride can do that and inspire somebody, it's pretty exciting to think that we are part of helping someone else. Sure. So that, that was, that's probably my biggest highlight. Yeah. And that's when a, I read that. what a great feeling for you and for the guy. Well, how would you describe uh, your, like you, I'm assuming that you're a bicyclist. So how would you describe how you got into bicycling? Well, I'm going to give you the short version. <laughs> okay. Um, as I shared, I lost my daughter in 2007 to an inoperable brain tumor. Um, and I took up running and I was doing some 5Ks here and there. And I got hurt. Doctor said no more running for a while. I'm like, Okay, what am I going to do? Well, RAGBRAI announced that they were going to be ending in Dubuque, Iowa. That's my hometown. Uh, my daughter's friends were all turning 16. They were getting cars, getting jobs. And I'm like, gosh, I really want to kind of do something big. And my sister said, well, you should go ride RAGBRAI. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I used to bike. Um, so that I registered um, and I registered with Team Live Strong because I wanted to do something bigger than just riding rag bride. Mm-hmm. And um, so I go that night to the Make-A-Wish banquet and I tell our table, hey, I just registered for rag bride. And they look at me and they're like, wow, we didn't know you rode bikes. And I'm like, <laughs> well, it's just this bike ride across the state of Iowa. <laughs> and I was so clueless. And they're like, you have a bike? Yeah, I have this bike. I, you know, I got it a few years ago. I used to ride. And it was uh, um, an inexpensive mountain bike. It was very heavy. Mm-hmm. Woman, mm-hmm. Another woman sitting at our table is like, hey, I have an older road bike. Why don't you borrow that? So my my first rag bri, um was in 2010. I rode a 20-year-old Cannondale. I still had shifters on. And see, here's where my, you can tell I'm a novice because (laughs) I had my shifters on my down tube. I had tennis shoes. I had cages. Um, I really didn't have any cycling clothes. Um, I had a borrowed tent. I think I owned my own water bottle. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So needless to say, flash forward to 2018. Um, I now own a decent road bike. I have a fat bike. Um, I own a 1957 Daisy Huffy Tandem mm-hmm. and a mountain bike. <laughs> and I've evolved. I even challenged myself that a year ago 
I rode right, right on my fat bike. Nice. So, so my cycling style, I would say, is social. Mm-hmm. Some of my non-biking friends think I'm crazy because <laughs> they don't even drive their car 50 miles on a Saturday, let alone think about jumping on a bike right. for fun. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I still can I consider biking a really good mental break in therapy, and it's probably gotten me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've met so many great people riding my bike. Yeah, you definitely have um, caught the biking bug again, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, in looking at uh, Tour de Brew, um, what sort of advice could you give someone that maybe they're thinking about doing this? I think they should absolutely do it. But if they're still on the fence, I think they should ask a friend. I think uh, jump on our Facebook page and just ask some questions. Um, They should come talk to me. We will have a booth at Iowa Bike Expo at the end of January. Mm -hmm. It will be our, I think, gosh, our fourth year there. So I'll personally be able to answer any questions. Um, But it's, it's a great way to... Participate in a social ride. Um, what we had also heard once we started attending Iowa Bike Expo when people would share stories, the Quad Cities is a great weekend destination. Um, many of your listeners probably are familiar with Davenport Ragbri has ended here several years, mm-hmm. and they just never get an opportunity to come back. So Tour de Brew has allowed um, many people to check that off their list. I'm going to go ride in the Quad Cities and enjoy our really pretty river trail. Um, it's it, A lot of people, until they ride our trails, don't believe they're flat and paved and very well taken care of. Mm-hmm. We're, we're really fortunate. I, overall, it's you may come in with a small group. And you're going to leave with many friends. It it really is um, a a great day on the bike, which um, it's 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 for all abilities. But it's a ride at your own pace. Have as much fun as you want. And like you mentioned, uh, the time of the year, it's a great start to, you know, if you're training for a longer ride such as Ragbri, this is a good start. Yes, it it, it is. And it gives you um, that riding in a group atmosphere, Mm -hmm. which when I when I think back to my first Ragbri that I did, that was the biggest shock. I was a solo rider until I showed up in Sioux City, and all of a sudden I came off that side street where our campground is, and I was just like, oh, my God, there <laughs> are so everywhere. many people. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, I, yeah, so if, um, even if you're looking at other group rides, this is a great way to start because it's early in the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, where can people go online or Facebook? Like, where can they find more information about this ride? So we do have a Facebook page, Tour de Brew QC. We also have a website, 
that if you just Google Tour de Brew QC, you, you should get a hit on it. Otherwise, it is www.qctourdebrew.com. Good. And kind of had to play with the wording a little bit when we actually did the website. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of good information about the ride specifically, but equally as much information about um, Katie's Club and all the different groups that you support. So it's a really, it's a nice website. And, and because we're in November timeframe, um, just starting the ball rolling on what the route looks like for 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's out, there's always some regular stuff, but we like to, um, keep it fresh. So we'll bring in some new staff and some new fun things. So check back often. Good. I think, uh, yeah, I think 2019 that. will be the year that I check out Tour de Brew, de Brew, Tour de Brew and ride it. Well, maybe you can help me. I'm trying to think up a way to, we're starting to get more and more teams mm-hmm. come and, and it's been really fun. And a couple of the teams have approached me to come up with a challenge. And so, I'm, so I'm open to ideas if anyone wants to throw me some ideas of, I, I really want to do something like $50 gift card to the first bus that shows up. I, I really need a Rag Bri bus. Nice. Not for myself, but just that presence. Sure. I'm sure I'm that, get... I'm sure people have all kinds of good ideas they can shoot your way. That, w- that would be good. Good. Because um, it, 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 it would just take it to the next level of um, being that unique thing. Yeah, and just a great reason to come to the Quad Cities and see the river and see both Illinois and Iowa. I think it's a it's a great idea. So one more question for you. Uh, we ask every guest, what's your favorite pie? So my favorite pie is strawberry rhubarb. Mm. And 90% of the time when I get to a church or a stand on Rye Rye, the person right ahead of me just took the last one. <laughs> So maybe there should be a $50 gift card to the team that brings you a whole strawberry rhubarb pie. That would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Then when I'm sitting there all by myself and everyone else is out on the ride, I can eat that whole pie. (laughs) Yeah, the challenge will be either if you can eat the whole pie before the ride gets done or if you can get away with not eating it, just one piece and and watching it all day. But anyway, well, Tina, uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed learning about Tour de Brew and all of the good things that you're doing. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Sure. Well, listeners, if you have an idea for the Just Go Bike podcast, please send us an email at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. And I leave you with this quote from the unwritten book of morphology. This quote comes from Henry Ford. If I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Think about it. Okay, we've come to the end of another edition of the Jessica Mike Podcast. So this is, I think, oh, 92 in in the bag at this point. So we are rapidly approaching 100. Yeah. 
and we're going to plan a fun event that we can kind of, uh, you know, kind of reminisce about some of the cool podcast moments. Maybe I don't know. Have a blooper reel. Oh, um, bring back some of the some of our favorite guests that we've interviewed over the, over the years. Mm-hmm. I think it's been years now. Well, technically, yeah. Technically, yeah. I think we started this. It, we started in December, so yeah. Didn't we? I think we just started in December of. 2016 16, i think so yeah. this, that would say years so years yeah yeah years yeah. that would be accurate but we've had some fun guests over time we sure have and yep. maybe we'll invite those guests back and who knows maybe we'll we'll, we'll drop the mic and and do something at a function that might oh. involve a brewery or a, a place an establishment and have bicycles mm-hmm. involved some and, kind of establishment for sure yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a fun one and did a ride, um, you know, in our infancy over mm-hmm. at, at Peastree, if you remember that one. That, yep. was, that, that was, was a lot fun. of fun. We had, yeah. we had like 50 people back when um, no one knew anything about the podcast and and all these people showed up. So yeah. now now we're like established, Yeah, if you will. If you will, I'd say so. Yeah. At 100? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So so maybe we'll get 100 guests. That well, that would be great. Up. So if you yeah. got any ideas for that, mm-hmm. I know AP was talking about, you got any suggestions for a podcast or a parrot talk a parrot talk yep so hit us up with it because if not we're gonna have to start recycling some of these because they're they're like yeah. itching hey we got some new stuff to talk about but yeah. you know what there's so many cool stories out there so if you got a cool story just let us know love to hear it yep hey so speaking of storytelling one thing that you're involved with with aka murph mm-hmm. is the draft which is yep. with people for bikes yep. and you got one of those coming up Yep. So basically it's, we show up to a bar, we have a couple beers. Um, This time we are actually going to have a little free pizza and it is in Council Bluffs on Thursday, the 15th of November out in Council Bluffs. And I, you know, I'm not 100% sure what the name of the venue is. I think it's Barley's. Yeah, you got it. And if you just Google or on Facebook and you type in Draft Council Bluffs, the event will pop right up. It is free to attend. So that's always a plus. Um, but we do ask that you register just so we can kind of get a count of how many people attend. Anyway, so it's going to be really fun. And there's going to be a handful of speakers talking about bikes, um, whether it be new trails. Um, Lance will be there talking about the trails. Um, or we have people with... Lance Armstrong? Yeah, that Lance. Oh, different no, Lance. No, different okay. Lance. It's, it's different Lance. It'll, let it be a surprise, which Lance. Okay. Um, but anyway, so a bunch of different topics. Really Sir, fun. Sir Lance a lot? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Lance Bass from... <laughs> Just cracking up. <laughs> yeah. Sir Lancelot. That'll distract you for hours. Yeah. Um, maybe Lance from NSYNC. We don't know. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. We don't know. But anyway, actually we do know. But anyway, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his last name. So oh, we're gonna, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we're going to have all sorts of different speakers. And of course, Murphology and I will be there. So need I say more? Sounds like a lot of fun. It's always a blast. It's always so much fun. And we have a great time just talking bikes because who doesn't like talking bikes? Yeah. Well, I'm going to kind of wrap up this by saying, you know, we've got some amazing sponsors and some of them we're actually going to see this week Mm -hmm. over in San Antonio. Yeah. So the first one is Craig and April Cooper who own Bikes to You. Bikes to You. And he's touched your bike once or twice. Uh, Yeah. He's put that magic right on it. And I can't, I don't even know what he does. It's just like he kind of sprinkles some kind of like dust on my bike and bam, it's fixed. Yeah. So... Bikes to You has been a great podcast sponsor. They're a rag ride charter. They're an yep. awesome bike shop and just really cool people. Yep. And we love hanging out with Greg and April and, and all the others at, at Bikes to You. So they've been our one of our sponsors. Also, Think Iowa City. 
basically your hometown. Basically my hometown, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Iowa City Coralville Convention Visitors Bureau, mm-hmm. we're actually talking about potentially a new bike ride oh. that we'll work with them on. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Grand Gable. We were working with them for a while. They're just awesome folks over there, and they, they just put on so many great things. Jingle Cross just happened, yep. which is a UCI World Cup event. So just lots of cool stuff happening over in your hometown, Iowa City In my City hometown, yeah, and I would say that they have, if you haven't been in a while, they have expanded their bike trails a lot lately. So maybe just if you haven't recently, go down and check them out next summer or, well, in the winter if you're a fat biker, um, mm. you know, just go check it out. And maybe this new event might happen to be on some of those trails. Oh, we maybe. might just be kind of roving around oh. in the uh, Iowa City area. So who yeah. knows? You know, we'll see what happens. Surprise yourself. Yeah. And last but not least, our amazing friends from Primal. Mm-hmm. And you know a thing or two about Primal, don't you? I sure do. Uh, well, they make a darn good jersey i'll tell you that so yeah. that's the first thing you think of but and they are the official jersey manufacturer of ragbri they sure are and that's not a coincidence because they're fun to work with make a great product play a mean game of sand volleyball yeah um you know so we will see those folks i think tim baker will be there yep um Primal dave tim. edwards will be there perhaps and i i'm not sure if it's going to be Taylor or you know one of the one of those folks will mm-hmm. be there one yeah. of the the other Tim, Tim and Dave are always <laughs> yeah. there yeah uh, yep. and who that wild card is yeah. I guess we'll we'll find out but yeah. I think it's going to be Taylor Ross but if it's Taylor Ross you know the dance moves are, are there they're going to be yeah. on point uh, I think we might have lost AP for a second there but I'll just fill in as she fixes her microphone um, are you back I don't yes I am okay I am well, louder than ever technical difficulties yeah. for a second yeah uh, she might have been cracking up when I was talking about Taylor's dance yeah. moves. So yeah, well, the dance usually they're too hot to handle. Yeah. So yeah, you know. Anyway, so sand volleyball though, he 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 knows not to mess with Tim is all I'll say. Oh god, on the on the volleyball. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we w- we won't relive that. So, yeah. Well. So so Tim is Tim has a history of violence dating back to Interbike <laughs> and and beach volleyball, but 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 Tim Baker at Primal. Excellent foosball player, excellent bar Olympics player, yeah. and if we might have a beverage or two with those guys, it will be fun. I can. It will be you. a good time. Yeah, it, I will say history of violence, but also a history of excellence. Needed violence, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, necessary violence. Necessary. So don't don't be afraid. Not not real violence. Don't be afraid. It's more of a hmm. protection, if yeah. you will. There you so, go. Yeah. Yep. So don't mess with Tim on the volleyball court. So <laughs> he, what we're trying to get to. You know what? For for us Iowans. Tim studied the art of wrestling, so don't don't mess with him. Don't mess. Yeah, yeah, don't mess. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't been tuning in or subscribing to the Just Go Bike podcast, where do you get your podcast from? AP? Well, actually, I usually get my podcast from Spotify, and I just received word that we are now on Spotify. Oh, wow. So I will be listening to this podcast on Spotify from now on, and iHeartRadio, I believe. We're also new to there. Wow. So you'll be able to catch up on all of our old messages. Uh, episodes there if you haven't been following us on itunes or uh, the google store or anything like that stitcher well we better go get packed for san antonio all i've got to packed are my boots and my bolo tie so i got some (laughs) packing to go all right yep giddy up yeehaw
Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.